Welcome to the Daily Drive with Josh Downs, Christmas edition, where each weekday during the month of December, I'll be sharing thoughts, principles, insights, and activities to help you better connect more with family and friends, to better find the true meaning of Christmas, and to help you get more out of Christmas by focusing more on Christ. Good morning, everyone. You're listening, as always, to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, Christmas edition, or More Christ edition, where each weekday, I'll share a brief thought, principle, and story about Christ and Christmas to help you get more out of your Christmas by focusing more on Christ. Today's Christmas episode is 227. I'll be there, I promise. (laughs) Now, it's no secret to those that have been listening to this podcast for a while now how much of a fan I am of the kid show Bluey. In fact, I've had several people reach out to me thanking me for introducing Bluey into their lives and into the lives of their children. For those that don't know yet much about the show, it's a cartoon about a little family of four dogs and all of the adventures that they have together, many of which are had through using their imagination and just spending time playing together. The life lessons that are taught through it are invaluable to parents trying to raise children as well, not to mention the creative and fun ideas that it gives about how to spend good quality time with kids and to be the kind of parent that is present in their lives. Even my teenagers love watching it because of how cute these imaginary games are and the cute interactions that this family has with each other. I always leave watching an episode feeling good, feeling happy, and with ideas about how I can be a better parent and person. And that's my kind of show. Ironically, though, the other day, I saw an article come across my news feed about Bluey that actually caught my attention. Google must have known that I have an interest in the show as it knew exactly what to put in front of me. It was an article from goodhousekeeping.com, and the title was this, Bluey is fun to watch, but it makes parents feel like crap, (laughs) which is why it caught my attention. I remember thinking, what? I was curious to see what this person's take on the show was. The article was actually terribly negative in its tone about the show and what it was about and apparently how it made this particular parent feel, even stating at one point the following, this heathen form of alleged children's entertainment is also making parents like me feel like sentient garbage. On Bluey, the mom and dad do nothing but play elaborate make-believe games with their children, an utter impossibility in the era of pandemic parenting where we're more likely to stick a tiny screen in front of our children's faces just so we can use the bathroom in peace than spend our precious time and brain juice playing Finding Fairies or Keepy Uppy or whatever imaginative lesson-based game the show continues to peddle. (laughs) But that's not all. The author continues, And even when the dad does ask Bingo to hold on for one godforsaken second so that he can talk to an actual adult on the phone, He immediately apologizes for not dropping every grown-up responsibility he has to placate the fantastical whimsies of his children. Boy, and after reading that, I was completely blown away at this parent's take of the show. She was making playing with children sound more like torture than the joy that it could be. She continues in the article telling about an experience that a friend of hers had with the show as well, and her friend's name was Amber and told her the following. One specific episode, Amber said, was on the other night, and I thought, How is this dad going along with this game for hours on end? Which again, after reading, was a little hard for me to understand because the show's like 15 minutes. (laughs) I couldn't understand it, she said, and my daughter is laughing, thinking it's the funniest thing ever. And I'm like, I know, I suck. Amber says that she can handle a game of tea party for about five minutes, that she can even sit through a session with Play-Doh. But going that deep into imaginative play, she adds, 
There's no way. And then it happened, she said, the nightmare that keeps us parents up at night, the very situation that has made Bluey a national terror, a parent's sworn enemy, my personal bete noir. I didn't even know what a bete noir was. I had to look it up. Apparently, it's a French word for black beast. (laughs) But that's how she saw this particular show and this particular situation that she found herself in when Amber's daughter asked her to play a Bluey game. (laughs) In the end, none of us, she says, not even Lazar Bates' loving and devoted husband can be like Bluey's parents. For one, we're not animated blue healers. We're also overworked and under-supported parents trying to navigate a forever-changing world that's politically divided, financially unstable, and where the oceans are literally on fire. Now, I rarely get in debates with others as I deeply respect people's opinions and the right to express them, but I can't help feeling like she is missing out on what parenting is all about, and certainly the joys that can be found in it. I feel more fulfilled as a father, as a person, after playing five minutes of a game, imaginary or not, with my children, than I do after hours upon hours of work, of television watching, of video game playing, or any other adult activity that most adults normally engage in. Yes, we live in a world that is politically divided, financially unstable, and where the oceans are literally on fire. But maybe the answer lies in more bluey, not less. Maybe we need to be more like children, not more like adults. (laughs) Maybe we need to see others as children do, to see life with excitement in its simplicity like children do, to care less about money and more about each other, to find joy in the moment instead of worry in the future. And one of my favorite Christmas shows is a show called Jingle All the Way, another one that I must absolutely recommend. It's a show that stars Arnold Schwarzenegger as a father that is trying to find a toy for his son at Christmas. Now, for those parents that have waited too long to get that toy that now everyone is trying to get for Christmas, (laughs) you can relate to this poor father's plight as he travels from store to store with throngs of people pushing, tripping, smashing, and even tackling each other trying to secure this toy that's known as Turbo Man. (laughs) Throughout the show, he continually makes and breaks promises to his son about being there at certain family events with him and for him. He misses his son's karate tournament. He misses Christmas Eve day. He misses the winter tainment parade. He hasn't quite learned the lesson to always keep your promises if you want to keep your friends. (laughs) Granted, he's trying to get a turbo man for his son and be a great father, but it isn't until the end of the movie that he learns what it means to be a great father. Without giving too much away, somehow throughout the course of his eventful day and trying to find this toy last minute, he ends up actually being turbo man in the parade and saving his son from his arch-enemy Dementor, played by Sinbad, who is also, ironically, trying to get a Turbo Man for his son. (laughs) When the smoke clears, and Howard Langston finally has a Turbo Man for his son Jamie, and is revealed as being Jamie's dad, now all dressed up as Turbo Man, his son, looking at the toy doll that he wanted so much, instead approaches Sinbad as he is being taken away by the police, You just have to watch the show to understand why. (laughs) Jamie approaches Sinbad and hands him the doll and says, Merry Christmas. You can tell his dad is taken back by this and all the effort that he went through to get it for him. And he says, but Jamie, I thought you wanted this doll more than anything. And Jamie looks at him and says, and here's the lesson. What do I need a Turbo Man toy for when I have the real Turbo Man at home? That's the lesson, and you can see it on his dad's face that he finally gets it. And he apologizes for neglecting both his wife and his son, telling them that he won't anymore because he loves them more than anything. 
And he has come to learn the greatest truth about being a parent, and a husband for that matter. And that is that kids don't want what you give them as much as they want to be given you. Yes, you can give a kid screen time, or you could give them your time. You can give them things to play with, or you can play with them. Can you guess which one they would want more, which one they would ask for most for Christmas? If it's hard to use your imagination for longer than five minutes, then maybe it's more important than ever that you do play with them. The day I stop being a kid at heart is the day I start seeing all that's wrong with the world instead of what's right with it. And the more I'll worry, and the less I'll laugh. Being a kid isn't what's wrong with the world, it's what's right with it. Doesn't God himself invite us to become as little children? If we don't understand why, we clearly haven't spent enough time with them. President James E. Faust, a leader in my faith, once taught that being a father or mother is not only a great challenge, it's a divine calling. It is an effort requiring consecration. President David O. McKay, another leader in my faith, stated that being parents is the greatest trust that has been given to human beings. While few human challenges are greater than that of being good parents, few opportunities offer greater potential for joy. Surely no more important work is to be done in this world than preparing our children to be God-fearing, happy, honorable, and productive. Parents will find no more fulfilling happiness than to have their children honor them and their teachings. It is the glory of parenthood, John testified in the Bible, that I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. In my opinion, the teaching, rearing, and training of children requires more intelligence, intuitive understanding, humility, strength, wisdom, spirituality, perseverance, and hard work, and I might personally only add imagination, than any other challenge that we might have in life. This is especially so when moral foundations of honor and decency are eroding all around us. In another great quote, President George Bush said some time ago to the graduates of Wellesley College the following, But whatever the era, whatever the times, one thing will never change. Fathers and mothers. If you have children, they must come first. You must read to your children. You must hug your children. You must love your children. And I would add, you must play with your children. Your success as a family, our success as a society, depends not on what happens in the White House but on what happens inside your house. So my invitation for you today isn't just to get things for your kids to play with at Christmas time, but to get some things this Christmas that will require some of your time to play with them. Find some fun family games that you can play together. Games like Throw Throw Burrito, or (laughs) Throw Throw Avocado, or Neanderthals, or Exploding Kittens, which sounds a lot worse than what it really is. But these are all great games and some of our most favorite to play together. Or you can always just come up with some of your own. And if you need some help, well, I know a little blue dog that has some great ideas. Ideas that aren't meant to make you feel bad about what you're not doing, but to inspire you to do more than what you are. Our children deserve the best of us, not what's left of us. You won't look back on your life wishing that you'd worked more or spent more time with friends that come and go or watching TV or playing video games or watching more sports or playing more golf or any other number of adult things before you will wish that you'd spent more time playing an imaginary game of keepy uppy or finding fairies or bus driver or mount mum and dad or dance mode or even magic xylophone. All of which, if you don't already know, 
Again, there's a little blue dog that can show you what they are. It's these moments that you'll look back on with the fondest of memories or with the most regret. It's up to you. The article I referenced earlier ends with the author stating this. So to heck with trying to live up to the unrealistic example that is Bluey's mom and dad. Then again, there is something to be said for leaving behind the realities of pandemic parenting and playing a quick game of open a zoo. Yes, even if it's just for five minutes. Maybe in writing her own article towards the end, she started to see what Bluey is really all about because that five minutes will be five of the best minutes that you'll have spent all day. Christmas is giving more of us, not less. So give your kids this Christmas the gift of you. Help them to have a turbo man at home. There is a reason that Christ loved the little children the way that he did, inviting them to come to him and using them as an example of what we're meant to be. Bluey's mom and dad are not unrealistic examples of parents any more than Christ is an unrealistic example of how to live life. Both are worth striving to be like and are examples of what we can become. So my Christmas activity for you to consider today is to ask your kids what they want to do. How often do we do that? We're so busy making plans and doing what we want to do and what we think they want to do. How about for one night during the Christmas season, they get to choose and we go along with it. Even if it's an imaginary game, it might just be one of the best nights that we have because we are truly giving them us to play with how they want, being completely free to use their imaginations as they are meant to while you become free to be a kid again. Sounds like a win-win to me. And there's a great game, by the way, that is becoming a staple at my home called Santa Cookie Elf Candy Snowman. (laughs) That's a good way to, to start a game night with your kids. There will always be time for football, TV, movies, work, and doing what you want to do. But time with your kids is limited. There's an expiration date on it. One day those opportunities will end. And I hope when it does, that your life will be filled to the brim, full of memories of love and of laughter and of the use of imagination, and not full of empty wishes of doing more or playing more with those who are now grown. There's people that I know that would give anything for one more game of keepy uppy or upstairs downstairs or any other simple game with their kids because they've learned the value of playing games with their kids. To me, they've also found the value of what Christ taught in becoming as little children. Now in thinking of those people, I have to say thanks for being my Turbo Man Dad. Time with you and mom was always my favorite way to spend my time growing up and some of my most favorite Christmas memories. Until next time, I'm Josh Downs, and you're listening to the Christmas edition of The Daily Drive.